You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. More important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Yesterday, talked about... Uh some of these guys being tampered with before they get into the portal. Have you experienced that with your own players? And what do you think needs to be done if that's a real issue? Well, I, I think that uh, it's really hard to control third parties. Uh, so whether it's direct or indirect. Uh, but, you know, when you have a guy leave your program and go someplace else the day after the game, I don't have any evidence that anything happened. But uh, and I'm not making any accusations. But it makes you wonder, I guess. Um, but, you know, hopefully we have enough honesty and integrity out there, you know, amongst us professionally in our sport that, you know, people are going to abide by the league. Last week, Scott Satterfield from Louisville suggested that Alabama might have tampered with Tyler Farrell from the other That's what he said. Just to get a response to that, that hurt him on that. Well, we don't tamper with anybody, so I don't know of anything for anybody that tampered with him. Um, you know, and I, I don't really know that anybody's ever tampered with our players. I just think sometimes when things happen, it makes you wonder. So, 
Uh, I'm not making any accusations, you know, against anybody that's done anything with our players, and I don't have any knowledge of anybody that's done anything with anybody else's players. That is Nick Saban at the Regents Classic this morning at Greystone. It makes you wonder. That's the one quote out of there I kind of pull. He's saying, well, he's not saying it's going on, but then again, I don't think he is. Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, Jay Barker. Welcome to the Jay Barker Show on this glorious but already hot and humid May afternoon. Lars, how are you, man? I'm doing really well. I was able to uh, do some writing uh, this morning and uh, get ready for my 6 a.m. flight tomorrow to Miami. Flying into Miami and then about uh, 8 p.m. flying out of Miami. So it'll be uh, it'll be about uh, what 13 hours in the lovely city of Miami and going through my least favorite airport in the United States of America. My second least favorite is DFW. I mean, I could talk travel stories all day, right? I spent 25 years on planes, in, in hotels, but do you have a least favorite airport, Matt? All of them. Uh, hey, BHM yeah. is awesome. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I'm telling you, smaller you get, get in and out. Get TSA pre-check, because if you, if you like taking early morning flights like I do, because there's going to be less of a chance for that flight to be delayed, because of there's always a, a a domino effect. If there's a flight that's delayed in New York, man, that thing is going to go to Chicago. It's going to come down to Birmingham. But uh, there, you're going to have less of a chance of being delayed early in the morning. But early in the morning, uh, because uh, airlines are basically are cutting flights back to the point where every single flight is full, early in the morning in Birmingham, even for like the 6 a.m. flights, I'm telling you, the lines stretch for almost as far as the eye can see. But you know how you avoid that? You get TSA pre-check. It's a very simple procedure. It's like 180 bucks or so. It lasts five years. It's easy to renew. It has saved me untold hours in line. And there's nothing worse in life than waiting in line. Um, I could actually think of a couple, but at this point, we're not going to go into it. And I should not be complaining about the heat and humidity based on where you're going to go. Anyway, <laughs> by the way, what, I would expect you not to be here. Were you not teeing off with Saban and Barkley? I turned them down because this uh, is like, too important. I'd, uh, ra- I'd rather be uh, on air with you and Jay. Good, uh, very, very, very good answer. But uh, anyway, the Regents Classic is going on. This is a huge event in Birmingham. They do a tremendous job. But uh, Nick Saban was... You know, there and ask a few questions, answered a few questions. And the one he was asked most about was what Scott Satterfield implied when he was uh, talking about his wide receiver. Excuse me. It's not his wide receiver anymore. <laughs> it's Alabama's. So you just kind of wonder. Um, he said, we don't tamper with anybody. Um, and and I kind of like uh, someone said earlier, what did you expect him to say? But I don't think they do. But. The way it is now, Lars, it doesn't prevent anybody else from doing it, and there are no rules that prevent Booster A from picking up the phone or driving up yeah. and, and taking Tyler out for drinks and dinner. I, I, I'm guessing that Satterfield has some information. I don't think he just would have uh, grabbed this idea out of the thin blue sky. Uh, when you're going to accuse Alabama of something, and specifically Nick Saban of something, you probably have some some 
sort of weapon that you can bring out. Uh, I, I don't think anything's going to come of this, but uh, I, I think one he's he's really frustrated that he lost this kid, uh, and uh, you know there have been there have been other programs that have suggested why is Alabama <clears throat> getting all these great players out of the transfer portal. Well, I, I don't think it's because Alabama's cheating or tampering or doing anything uh, that isn't kosher. I think it's just kids want to come to Alabama because why? Alabama wins more national championships than anyone. And if you're a wide receiver, Alabama's put more wide receivers or had more wide receivers drafted in the first round than any other school in the country uh, the last uh, what half dozen years, really ever since Julio. Uh, who changed everything at Alabama. Again, we've talked about that. Most important recruit of the Saban era. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, Satterfield was just, he was frustrated. And, um, and uh, but I think it does underscore a larger point, Matt, and that is what the NCAA came out with yesterday with the name, image, and likeness, uh, the rules that they're trying to implement tried to put guardrails about around i mean they call them boosters other people call them collectives of when uh these uh, representatives of the collectives or boosters can contact either a kid in the transfer portal or uh or a high school uh player i mean there there needs to be some uniformity and uh and, and commissioner sankey was just in dc yesterday i believe or the day before uh, lobbying members of Congress, like please make, uh, please uh, come up with a uh, a bill at the federal level that puts everything at at, at a level playing field. But <clears throat> Jay, just your reaction to uh, uh, Scott Satterfield, uh, head coach of Louisville, uh, accusing Nick Saban of, of tampering. Uh, man, I, I tell you, it, w- one of the things that um, all coaches look for are, are excuses to why they don't get players or they're looking for ways to um, s- not circumvent, but figure out ways to take advantage of this new transfer portal uh, area, whatever. Else. That That's a big, big uh, um, I think statement to make. It's a um, you're talking about the, the greatest uh, coach in college football history. Uh, you're, you're putting down um, a program that has storied history of Winning championships, doing it the right way, and and Saban, um, look, he's just a great recruiter. He, he hires great recruiters as assistant coaches. So um, I, I actually look forward to hearing kind of what Nick Saban's response will be. Um, and I know that Matt talked a, bit, a little bit about it, some of his comments, but uh, he had to really go into Jimbo Fisher back in the summer about golf and all yeah. that. So maybe there'll be some funny remarks from Nick Saban coming out here soon. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Saban basically said that uh, there there was, I don't even know what he's talking about, but, um, but yeah, the the Jimbo Fisher thing was great. Jimbo did get the last laugh because A&M did beat Alabama. Got to give Jimbo credit there. Remind us of that. And he called a shot like Ruth. (laughs) He did. He did. Um, But, uh, you know, this, this got me thinking this story, Matt, have we heard Nick Saban accuse another coach of ever doing anything? No. Never. Not that I think. I mean, not of course, kidding. Yeah, what, uh, but that, that's the what, thing about what, the Satterfield what, quote. Sorry, who'd you say, John? Not specifically. Like he said, look, this is not good for the game. Right. Things could happen. Coaches, you know, could use but not, this. But he but, didn't do what Satterfield just did. He no. said, Nick Saban uh, is well, tampering. Well, did he say that now? I mean, I, he didn't call Nick out. He said he thinks that there's been tampering and the NIL. He, he or, said, or, yeah, but he said, I think it's not only him. 
him being Nick Saban. It's happened before. Who's him? Is that automatically? Oh, maybe maybe it's Harold. Maybe he's talking about Harold. I don't know. I don't know that he called him out, but and that's another problem I have with coaches and anybody in, in any walk of life that says stuff like this. When you do that, everybody's guilty, mm-hmm. right? Anybody has called your player, and, and and that's wrong. If you've got the evidence, call it out, present it. Don't blanketly accuse everyone on the radar. And then, but then Saban said something really interesting. And this was the quote. When you have a guy leave your program, so he's talking about my program, to go someplace else the day after a game, I don't have any evidence that anything happened, and I'm not making any accusations. Well, he is. Uh, it makes you wonder, I guess. Well, <laughs> so, who, who, Jay probably knows exactly who Nick Saban's talking about there. I, I don't. Like uh, a kid who was gone the day after the season was over. I've got a list of about day, 17 the day, over the here. After, yeah, what, yeah. Billingsley? Uh, Probably. Mm. I don't know. I don't want to get him that either. <laughs> Am I getting warmer? Uh, warmer? Uh, hey, now you're going to put him on the spot. Jai Hall? Right. Warmer? Warmer? We don't even want to go down that boat. What do you want to bet? Drew, Somebody's uh, gone to Texas. How about if I say that? Yeah. Uh, right. yeah, I don't see Sam Pittman doing that, but there are a lot of big boosters at Arkansas. And that's the division there. The coaches yeah. aren't picking up these the phones and calling these players. Somebody else is contacting them. And I really don't know, and I'd love to know. No, what no. the procedure is. Okay, so I, there I, I been, think there are coaches that are picking up. Well, there have been 18 scholarship players at Alabama have entered the portal this offseason, right? And five of them entered the portal the day after Alabama's national championship game. But nobody had talked to them in advance of that. <laughs> what, who's the biggest name that entered the portal? The, the biggest name early was Drew. Uh, I think Pierce Quick. Was the earliest because I, I I know that Saban said he, he didn't go to the playoff game, nor did he go to he may not have gone to the SEC championship game. He was actually at one of the games with Georgia Tech as their guest to one of the Alabama either no, playoff. Yes, really? I promise. And they came to Top Golf. They had dinner here. This is all. So Coach Saban pretty much said, "Hey, look, you know, if that's going to be the, your choice to get in the portal, you just need to go and go, go do your thing." Which that's smart. And the other guys realized very quickly once that happened that, hey, if you put your name in the portal before the season's over and before you get to the championship game, that he's going to ask you to go ahead and step aside and uh, and, and do your thing. So we got to get the break. we got uh, Roger Hoover coming up. We'll get more into this. Coming up on the other side, Matt, Jay, Lars. we got uh, also the Michael down in uh, the studio down at Ty 100.9 FM and also Josh Always, Josh Smith, our producer at Crawford, uh, doing our, our live streaming on Bama Insider Live YouTube and Facebook page. Stay with us. Hour number one continues. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. It's Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Very warm this afternoon, partly to mostly sunny, the high 89. Some clouds around tonight, the chance of a few isolated showers are low at 64. Tomorrow, the chance of isolated showers early in the day, otherwise partially sunny with a high at 86. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 86 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
right, welcome back in as we continue here on this Tuesday or Wednesday. Goodness gracious, get my days missed up. We got the regions going on, and uh, I think Robbie Glenn, one of our friends of our show, out uh, doing catting today for either Nick Saban or Greg McElroy. I think it's with so, McElroy. Okay, but uh, I told him to graze. So, Where are you? Why aren't I you said, teeing I off? I said graze up against him a little bit. You, gotta get, you know, put those muscles into him. <laughs> Intimidate yeah. him just a bit. Uh-huh. Um. You played in that. I've played, I played in it every it's, year. It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a very good golfer. You are. But it's intimidating. <laughs> First I mean, have you ever had people going, I mean, lined up on a fairway when you're teeing off? No. I mean, I'm afraid I'm going to hit them. Me too. And, and the worst is when you go into uh, the woods, which I'm, I'm there often on, especially on that long par five on the front. What number is that? I think it's number four or five. And I always try to cut that corner. End up in, in that in in the uh, in, in the in the trees and the people line up as if I'm a pro golfer. I'm like, guys, I don't know. I mean, like, you got to give me about fifty feet, not ten. <laughs> I mean, you got to get, maybe even more than that uh, to get away from it. But um, a lot of fun. I actually play better under that type of pressure. A lot of times I do if I'm out just playing golf because it might you kind of concentrate in more, focus in more. But I know those guys are having a good time. You hear some fans in the background. We got a heated up studio again today, so we're working on that. But uh, we're going to keep the Wait till the, the pressure washers take over That's again. right. Maybe they're working on that. Maybe get a jackhammer going out there, Spring too. cleaning. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But uh, There was one you, day. Right when we started the show, the jackhammer uh-uh. started. No, that was oh, a that couple one years ago. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We're like, well, somebody's got to go outside and tell the guy <laughs> to stop. And it, it was like the city workers just doing their job. And and there there was a water leak for like some area, and we were yeah. wanting we were wanting them to stop. And they, were, <laughs> they were like ten feet behind yeah. bars. People are like, uh, I, th- I think we need to get the people to water. The show will be okay with, with the uh, the uh, yeah. Jack Hammer going. Yeah, you, you you've played in the celebrity event, have you not? Uh, I mean, I've played with. I have never been the celebrity. But you played in the tournament, so <laughs> yes, yes. teeing off all yes. that first tee. Yes, Lars Anderson People would definitely not yeah. get their money's worth if I if I were the celebrity. <laughs> Boy, it's a it's a pathetic tournament. Can Harson play? <laughs> Can Harson? Don't whiff! Don't whiff! Don't whiff! <laughs> Brian Harson's playing today, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, I, I don't know if he's got game or not. Uh, I mean, I I've, I've, I played I played a little bit of golf with Nick Saban over the years, and he's he's good, very he's competitive. Mm-hmm. And he's does he get a, mad at you if you hit a bad a, shot? And you're on his team? No, no. Not that I've seen. Uh, he's very, man, he's very he's, like just the pro, like he does the process there. It's like hit. You know, he has a certain guy he takes with him. I know the guy's name I won't mention, but he's out there kind of coaching him up behind. Then um, if he hits a bad shot, he, he doesn't like it. You know, I mean, he'll he'll show a little frustration, but not much. But then um, he he wants to interact with people, but he wants to stay focused in on the game itself. He'll compliment you if you make a great shot. If you don't make a great shot, you shank one like I did one time on number seven. He came up right at the night, shook his hand right before he just drove up. And Braxton was with me. And Bra- he's like, hey, Braxton, what's up? Braxton's second year at Alabama. Uh, it's the par three. I think it's number seven on, on the uh, on the front. And me and I shanked it so hard to the, to the right. And I just looked back and go save. And he just put his head down and just like, shook his head. <laughs> I felt so – I mean, I was just so disappointed. I'm like, I, I, can I get a mulligan? Can I, can I get I would say Coach Saban's probably a high 70s, low 80s golfer. Yeah. When he's playing, when when he's playing well, yeah. Yeah, yeah Bryce has what? been out at practice in the last uh, this, next two weeks. They all head down to Kiva Dunes for the big Kiva Dunes. The coaches head there for boosters and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So he's trying to get his, get his game in order. What's the over-under on how many pictures Saban takes today? 1,500? How many fans uh, are in there? It won't be that many probably. 1,000? I don't know. 
Well, you know, he 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 doesn't make himself, I think, as accessible. He kind of stays between the root, mm-hmm. the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got one from my son-in-law with him and Barkley. Now, I bet Barkley will outdo Saban just because he makes himself more accessible. Is Roger ready? I think he is. I think he is. Yeah. All right, Roger's up. Roger Hoover. Join us uh, as he does each and every uh, uh, Wednesday. Always fun to have him on and uh, talk about all things Crimson Tide. Roger, have you played in the Brunos or Brunos, the Regents? That shows my age. The Regents Charity Classic my before. <laughs> have you been a part of that uh, celebrity group? And uh, do you get a chance to go out and watch some of the golf coming up this weekend? Absolutely not. I don't even think I'm the most famous person or have the most Instagram followers in my apartment complex, you know, let alone being about it like that. But it's been fun to watch all the coverage yeah. roll in today. But, yeah, I mean, I, people come up to me and ask for an autograph. I'll give an autograph. And they look at it and they say, wait a second, this doesn't say Chris Stewart. You know, that's what happens to me a lot. I mean, it happened at Alabama football games before, and I'm like, oh, Chris is over there. And, oh, they flocked them over to him or to Eli, but that's just how it goes for me. Well, I'll make one. I'll make a big prediction. You're going to be signing a lot of autographs over the years. There's no doubt about it. You're that talented. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, no, for for real. Um, and, um, and and I mean that. Ditto. So, when it comes to um, just kind of give us an overview of, of things right now, the way where you, you're there, your own site uh, in Tuscaloosa. You know, each day you're kind of seeing the behind the scenes stuff. Whether it's you know the football program, baseball, softball. Uh, we've gone through the gymnastics, all that type of stuff. But kind of what's the big storylines right now down on campus? Uh, right now, you know, we're looking at uh, the spring sports uh, finishing up. Uh, softball, really excited for their run coming up in the SEC tournament. That'll begin tomorrow against uh, either Missouri or Auburn. Now, you got to feel good about the Crimson Tide just coming off uh, a weekend win against Missouri, taking two out of three from the Tigers. Montana Fouts pitched really well as she once again was named the SEC Pitcher of the Week. So I think – Getting back to Gainesville, where they played well earlier in the season, I think it's going to help this group, and it's really a thrilling tournament. If you can go uh, just 3-0, and you pick up the victory, and you can win another SEC tournament, and Alabama historically has done very well in this tournament, obviously won at home last year in Tuscaloosa, so there's a great opportunity ahead for Crimson Tide softball. For the baseball team, where I spend most of my time uh, calling games with Chris on the radio, uh, there's a lot of excitement coming up for this week. Uh, you get to go on the road to take on the Top 20 Auburn program, Friday through Sunday, and you are coming off a little bit of momentum. You're able to get one win against LSU this past weekend, and then uh, really broke out the bats last night at Jacksonville State. Had a really good performance. St. Benton was able to crush a grand slam home run. We also saw Andrew Pinkney homer once again, and the pitching staff, when they needed to, really uh, gave some good solid innings, and maybe some guys that worked yesterday in the midweek game will get to factor in out of the bullpen coming up this weekend against Auburn, along with some good starting pitchers. So I think Brad Bahannon's team is starting to figure things out at this point of the year, and this is going to be a really thrilling and fascinating two-weekend stretch on the road at a very good Auburn team for what's always an intense series, regardless of the teams are in contention for Hoover or the NCAA tournament or not. And then you get to finish up against a team that has led the SEC West all season long, the Arkansas Razorbacks in your ballpark. I mean, you always get that last at bat those three games. So uh, really excited to see how everything shakes up there. We're keeping an eye on golf and the NCAA uh, women's regional that they're playing and finishing up in Nashville today. And uh, the track and field team is making a lot of headlines. The men's team is number two in the country uh, getting ready for the SEC Outdoor Championships. The men's and women's teams will have that coming up this weekend. So uh, a busy time as always. But, again, uh, we're really focused right now on what baseball and softball can do to try and make sure they finish the season the right way. I think Alabama had a season-high 18 hits last night against the Gamecocks. And believe me, Jacksonville State's no slouch. Uh, how are the arms? I mean, you get to this point in the season where you've got to have 
three, four really good starters. You start getting to the tournament. Uh, the pen's got to be – I mean, you, it's, it, it's all about pitching, really, when you get to tournament. How is Alabama health-wise headed into a series at Auburn and then Arkansas in Tuscaloosa? I think that you're looking at the starting pitching is pretty strong. You just got to get consistent performances. So we've seen at different times this season, Garrett McMillan, Jacob McNary, and Grayson hit three weekend starters. We've seen them all have great outings, but usually not in the same weekend. Sometimes you get two out of three that are really good in terms of quality starts and get you that winning uh, part of the ball game. Sometimes it's just one out of three, and uh, then the bullpen has to do some extra work. But I like where those three guys are at this point in the season, especially Garrett McMillan in that Friday night role. He's such a tough competitor. And then Jacob McNary has hit another level over the last few starts that he's had. He looks really good in what turned out to be a win against LSU on Saturday. It was even great for the week before that as well. So uh, those guys you feel really comfortable about. Grayson Hitt has been pretty solid for Alabama, just sometimes gets in trouble uh, with two outs, trying to get that final out of an inning. But what I also like about this team is Ben Hess has been working out of the bullpen some and uh, some relief work after he had been the primary midweek starter. And when you get to Hoover, you're probably going to have him start uh, the first game that Alabama plays, and then you have the weekend rotation set after that. I think the pitching depth in terms of starters is in a better spot than it was even a year ago at this time. Uh, and then in the bullpen, uh, you've got to rely on Dylan Ray. He's been somebody that's shown he can really get some big saves and key moments like he was able to do against LSU last week and a few weeks ago at Tennessee. It was also a great moment for Dylan Ray in the first SEC loss for the Volunteers earlier in the season. So I think from the pitching perspective, Alabama's in a really good spot. Just got to be consistent. That's the one thing we haven't seen uh, throughout one full series, maybe since the Ole Miss series and even that game. Or that series featured that Saturday game that was really high scoring and uncharacteristic from a Saturday perspective for the Crimson side. So got to find some consistency, and it has to start Friday night against Auburn. The news this morning that uh, Nick Saban responded to uh, Scott Satterfield, the head coach of Louisville, uh, who uh, said flat out that Alabama tampered with transfer wide receiver Tyler Harrell, and uh, Nick responded by saying, we don't tamper with anybody. Um, what, what caught me uh, on this is uh, not really just the story of tampering, but that Satterfield would call out Alabama by name. And uh, we were talking about this last segment. Uh, one, have you ever heard Saban call out another coach by name? And two, what do you make of Satterfield's comment? I think it is surprising, and no, I mean, off the top of my head, covering uh, Alabama football in the Saban era, I mean, it's, it's rare for Coach Saban to uh, refer to any coach by name other than, you know, usually in the Monday press conference, he, he always praises, you know, the coach he's getting ready to go up against, especially when they've been members of his coaching tree like we've seen uh, in the SEC so much throughout the years, but uh, for Coach Satterfield, it's a bold strategy. We'll see how it uh, pays off for him as we're seeing uh, a little bit of that all throughout college football. Uh, that talk has become more prevalent in the last few weeks, and uh, it's just a different day and age with transfer portal and name image likeness. So we're starting to deal with some issues that uh, we really haven't seen and talked about in the open in college football before. So it's going to be another thing that it's going to, now that we're in talking season, there's probably going to be a lot more talk up until we get to the SEC media days coming up in July and that even beyond that. I, I think we're only going to be talking more and more about these issues as the summer goes along. Roger Hoover joining us, CTSN, uh, and joining us each and every Wednesday. If you don't mind, just tell the Alabama Crimson Tide fans, sports fans, kind of what's coming up this weekend for Alabama, some of the big matchups, some of the games. 
Yeah, uh, first off, softball uh, getting ready to start their run. I believe they start at one thirty tomorrow against either Missouri or Auburn, and it's very simple. You pick up the win there, you get to move on to the semifinals on Friday afternoon and then Saturday evening uh, in Gainesville to try and win another SEC championship, so we're looking forward to that. And then uh, baseball team, I'll be down with them along with Chris Stewart calling the games on radio uh, down on the Plains in Auburn, at Plainsman Park for what should be uh, a thrilling series between Alabama and Auburn, as I mentioned earlier. It's always competitive, but especially when there's so much on the line. Auburn's trying to position themselves in really the upper half of the SEC going into the tournament. Alabama's trying to make sure, first of all, they're still in the SEC tournament and with a good weekend can really prove that they have a strong case to be in the NCAA tournament field. Right now, Alabama in both D1 Baseball and Baseball America is listed as one of the first four teams out. So that means if they're able to win a series, take two out of three, maybe even sweep the Auburn Tigers, they're probably going to be looking at one of the first four in, or they may play themselves off the bubble with what they can do this weekend. So that's why it's such a critical three games coming up against the Auburn Tigers, and I can't wait to see it in person down on the plane. Roger, always a pleasure, man. Always great stuff. Thank you, and uh, you will be signing a, a lot of autographs. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I'll try not to put Chris Stewart or Elon Gold on him, but thank you guys. We'll see you real time. <laughs> thank you, my man. Roger Hoover from CTSN. All right, on the other side, the latest Arch Banning news. And if you're Alabama, it ain't necessarily good. What you, you fixing to tell us? <laughs> You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.C letter O. All right, welcome back in as we continue our number one here on this Wednesday edition. Thanks again to Roger Hoover and uh, his discussion. we got Celebrity Tournament going on out at Regions. We're presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Get out to Top Golf this weekend. You'll absolutely love it. We caught the bowling of this generation, and whether you're uh, whether it's pregame, postgame, or just anytime, you'll love the food, the drinks, the atmosphere at Top Golf of Birmingham. We're driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street, Oxford, Anderson, go see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sunny King Ford. All right, you had a tease going in, and I've got like 20 texts now. What's he talking about? Where's Arch going? What's <laughs> yeah. happening with Arch Manning? Well, uh, Arch gave a, a pretty extended interview to uh, On3 uh, on Monday, and he was talking about his multiple visits to Georgia. Uh, and then uh, and, he, and he talked about Alabama and Texas as well, and we'll get into that in a second. But he was asked, "Hey, what, what, what is your uh, what's your favorite college town? What's the coolest college town in the United States?" And he didn't hesitate. His answer: Athens, yeah. Athens, Georgia. And so a lot of people are thinking, "Okay, he's definitely leaning to Georgia." And uh, you know, here's again. I, I doubt we have audio for this, but uh, he said that he's getting closer to his decision. Uh, he's not there yet. He's narrowing stuff down. And he said that he was going to make a decision either before the season or during the season or after the season. 
Okay. Wow. That's, that, 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 that's, that's really giving us some uh, great insight of your in your timeline. He said, if I was ready uh, to commit now, I would, but I'm just waiting. And then he spoke about each of the top schools. Uh, Alabama, he said, uh, the coaches are all good guys. Alabama is a machine. Everyone knows it. They practice hard. They have dudes all over the place. They got a few good transfers. Interesting that he brought that up. And I'm excited to see that. Alabama has recently uh, uh, been able to have a high quarterback play, so that's been fun to watch and fun to look at in terms of making a decision. Florida, he really didn't say much about Florida. He said, I've had a few conversations with uh, uh, Billy Napier, essentially. But then Georgia, uh, he he gushed. Uh, I love Kirby. He's a real normal, great guy, great coach. Georgia, the takeaway from practice there is that they have athletes all over the field, especially on the D-line. They have some studs, and it shows they had 15, play, 15 players drafted. Athens is probably the best college town I've ever been to. The coaches are all good people. They know how to win, what it takes. It was a real cool scene. And then he also commented on LSU. Didn't have much to say. I don't think LSU's a real player. And then on Texas, uh, he said uh, uh, maintaining the relationship with Steve Sarkeesian, staying in touch over normal conversations has been good. Uh, they went and visited Austin. We got to see practice, what it's all about. Sat in a quarterback meeting. It was fun to see how they interacted. I'm excited to see what they can do this year. So that's uh, so Texas. You're on. <laughs> you're on notice. Our Arch Manning is going to see how you do this year. No more five and sevens. Uh, and then he went on to say they got a few transfers from Alabama, and I think that offense can be explosive. Austin. Austin is a big city compared to the other two. Really. Austin. Okay. Uh, so it reminds me a little bit of New Orleans. Right. It's yeah. just a little weird. They got good coaches there. So, Jay, your takeaway from, from all of that. Yeah, I mean, he's being honest, and I, and I like it. Kirby's a great dude. I mean, he really Kirby's a great recruiter. Um, Mary Beth, his wife, is awesome. Um, I was in Athens the last two years. My daughter played basketball there, now transferring to Alabama. And it is a great college town. I mean, everybody you ever talk to, this it is there. No, I, yeah, they're I, part I, of it, whatever it. else. So we'll see. Um, but do you think the, the – I, I, I don't know. I guess you'd have to figure out what are the attributes that you would look for in a great college town. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, is Athens substantially a better college town than Tuscaloosa? Not substantially. No. Substantially? Yeah. No. I don't think so either. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I mean, Tuscaloosa is awesome. Yeah, I think it's about the right size yeah. and what, for what you want. I mean, I went mm-hmm. to a, well, the college town I went to, Northfield, Minnesota. It was like, I don't know, 8,000 people. In the town. Yeah. Yeah. I think the downtown area where Athens is is fabulous. And if I it were is. an 18-year-old kid that was just walking around, I'd choose between A, B, C, and D. I'm probably going Athens. Now, partial, I'm, I'm all about Tuscaloosa. And uh, I don't want to insult anybody or anybody over in Tuscaloosa. Athens has better music, and oh, I don't think yeah. there's any question no, that Austin no does. Now, I don't yeah. know if Arch Manning is uh, traveling around listening to Garth Brooks or what, but um, if I'm an impressionable 18-year-old that likes to get out and kick it up a little bit. He does. Uh, Athens. And and I just want to know how your gut feels. And also, I want to know how many people swerved off the road, road while you were reading those quotes. <laughs> because <laughs> it, it, the way you're reading that, Georgia 
Looks Georgia like, is rich strike here. Yeah, it, <laughs> exactly. Rich strike down the back stretch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and Alabama's epicenter getting passed. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great analogy. So, so will Arts do the McDonald's NIL for the Arches? The golden right. artist. Oh. The golden artist. Do y'all think that's playing here any? Let's, let's, let's put all the cards on the table. Is, is he going to be the next spokesperson for Georgia Power? Uh, or Alabama Power? Or Well, I mean, Alabama Power. But you're talking about Southern Company. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Which is right the, there. Yeah. Yeah. They actually have both, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Or does he really even have to worry about that? No. Well, let's ask Alex, our intern. Uh, uh, okay. I, I want to introduce him first. Yeah, Alex Alex Bauman, who is uh, a uh, a rising senior, right at UAB. Rising junior. Rising junior, and uh, he's going to be with us this summer. We're, we're all really excited about it. First of all, do you know what the Golden Arches are? At McDonald's. Okay, he knows. By the all way, right. he works for Chick Fil A, so you got to stay away from that if he's going <laughs> to get his. Great. Good for you. you. Know, he's going to get Which his one? broadcast. Uh, the one in Grace, yeah. Okay, the new one right there on uh, one nineteen. Yes, sir. Yeah. Can we get you a broadcast NIL? Maybe have you be a spokesperson for Chick-fil-A? Yeah, can, can, can we get an NIL? Yeah, with man, maybe, come out maybe have some stuff drops we'll, we'll by the studio there. every now and then. <laughs> exactly. So you could work there and do internship at the same time. We just come out to you at the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you been to Athens before, Alex? I have not. You haven't. Uh, I assume you've been to Tuscaloosa, right? I have. Uh, so, what what do you think? What makes Tuscaloosa a good college town? Uh, you know, just probably just all the friends I have down there probably make it better for me personally. It's down there, you know, there's all the places you can go to. I mean, there's the I guess the bars, and there's uh, the fraternity houses. I'm in a fraternity down at UAB, so I can go down there. So they'll old row down there is pretty nice to walk through. Yeah, there's not, not many um, fraternity or sorority houses nationwide that are quite like the mansions that no, you have. At Alabama. At Alabama. I've never seen I've it. Never, I've, I've never, never seen it. And now they start redoing them, and, and they have, like, these designers come in, and interior designers, not for, so much for the like men, but retro, the girls. Retro look, right? Well, retro look. Wait but, a minute. But, you've been in a sorority house? One of my friends actually does this for a living. She, she's <laughs> They're a, unbelievable. They look like a stately they paid her like southern a, man. They paid her like a million dollars yeah, to come in and, it's and do the thing. Or they do. Quite a million, about 500000 to redo it, you know, all the so you get to go in and spend all this money buying furniture, drapes, you know, rugs, whatever else, and it is like five star, like everything. They have chefs, they have every. I mean, it's unbelievable. They have it's, chefs now. Oh yeah, we used have, to have like a house mom, and that was about it. And we ran three of them all. They've got everything now. It's like what did you do like to your programs. house moms? Well, we just operated better without them. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. I never should have brought that up. Man, my <laughs> frat brothers are going, Matt! <laughs> Pledge, Matt! Yeah. Ah, it's good stuff. Alex, right. it's great to have you here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't let these guys intimidate you, and apparently they're not. No. So that's a good thing and a good start. <laughs> it's good to have you here. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. More to come on Arch Manning, maybe. We'll have some more Arch sightings, and uh, also we'll give you some updates out from the Regents Celebrity Tournament going on. I know a lot of you are out there today and uh, actually getting some text from you listening to us uh, live on the radio as well or streaming us through uh, uh, with the Spam Insider, YouTube, Facebook, and uh, also through our Tide 100.9 app. So thank you for doing that each and every day. All right, we'll be back. Stay with us live from AVX. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. 
best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Very warm this afternoon, partly to mostly sunny, the high 89. Some clouds around tonight, the chance of a few isolated showers are low at 64. Tomorrow, the chance of isolated showers early in the day, otherwise partially sunny with a high at 86. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 86 degrees in Tuscaloosa. the great stories for a lot of the Alabama fans out there. Get a chance to watch Bo Scarborough again, suiting it up for the Merman Stallions. If you're watching our live stream, he looks in great shape. Goodness gracious. Um, and uh, getting ready and practicing. I know for him getting back on the field and being a part of a team, is uh, that's that means a lot to a lot of the guys when you're around it. I mean, it's like being in the studio together. It's like being in uh, you know, you go to work every day and you, you're with a group of guys. That's your team. And now he's back on the field and back able to be a part of that. So uh, congratulations to him. I know Bama fans excited about uh, Joe Scarborough. Yeah, and you know our, our both dear Scarborough. friend <laughs> Joe Scarborough. Joe Scarborough. <laughs> yeah, he'd go over great. Maybe not so much, uh, Joe, but, but both. But anyway, y'all know Heather. He was elected as a Republican. Heather, who yeah. worked with us on the Birmingham right. Bowl and all that. I, yeah. I spoke to her. Bo will be on our show oh, Friday good. at 1 okay. o'clock. Oh, awesome. So I have a chance to talk to him about the Stallions, his career kind of in and out of the NFL. Um, I, I still think there's a play for him in the NFL, and hopefully the Stallions I will agree. elevate him back yep. again. I just always loved his game, his style. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, he's a, he's a kid. He's from Northridge, right? Yeah. High school right there in Tuscaloosa. So, way Bo, to go, Bo. Bono Stallions. They need to make the T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I go back to the uh, national championship game. Right, uh, when he was just dominating, and he was even named the game's MVP mm-hmm. when Alabama lost the first time to to Clemson, and uh, the push off by Hunter Renfro in the end zone. Right, um, but but Scarborough suffered a broken right fibula in that game, uh, and I, I just I don't know if he's been the same player no. since. And uh, as a junior, so that was his sophomore year. As a junior, he shared the backfield with Damian Harris. And, uh, and they, God, think of this. There's Bo Scarborough, Scarborough uh, Damian Harris, Josh Jacobs. Oh, yeah, and this newcomer named Najee Harris. <laughs> Gosh, talk about a stacked backfield. And so uh, far, uh, Scarborough decided to forego his senior season. In retrospect, maybe it wasn't the greatest decision. You never know until you do it, though. And uh, he didn't get picked until the seventh round by the Cowboys. He was released and then uh, then just kind of bounced around the league uh, to different teams, to Jacksonville, to Seattle. He was with Detroit 2019-2020. He's with Seahawks again in 2020. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders 2021. And uh, he was just on, sorry, he was just on the practice squad. And so now he's with the Birmingham Stallions, and uh, it just feels like a sort of a, a last chance. And that's what the USFL is all about, Matt. And I, I think a lot of Alabama fans, and I, I think just uh, football fans in general who have followed his career, uh, are, are, are going to be very interested to see how he does. Because at one time, I mean, gosh. He's the man. Yeah. Remember in high school, those pictures of him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just yeah. insane. He looked like Bo Jackson. He looked mm-hmm. like Bo Jackson. 
And, uh, you know, it's just he has scratched the surface of his potential. Again, I think he was hurt by uh, the injuries, really sort of sidetracked his college career. And uh, hopefully he can really get it going for the Birmingham Stallions. His ability to spin. Like Notre Dame, they just could not tackle him. I mean, it was unbelievable just the game he had against them and stuff. But, uh, yeah, excited for him. I know the fans are excited as well when it comes to uh, Bo Scarborough. All right, uh, as we are heading to uh, our number two, we got Al DeGreco is going to join us coming up at the top of the hour. Al, former teammate of mine on radio, but also a great golfer and has experienced as a celebrity uh, being out at the Regents Tournament. So I wanted to get him on, talk about that experience, and also get his take on some of the golf stuff, Auburn as well, and uh, as far as their uh, past spring and uh, just a lot of things we can dive into with Aldo Greco coming up uh, on the other side. All right, don't forget, we are presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Get out to Top Golf today. Again, before those USFL games, a lot of great times, whether it's tailgating before or after, and also driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. We got Joe and uh, also Josh and uh, all the guys producing the show, Lars, Matt, and uh, all that uh, make this show happen each and every day. We appreciate you most importantly listening to us and uh, being a part of it as well. Stay with us. Hour number two live from AVX. This is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces of all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. They came over, and man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids go into that same Guthrie's. And great family do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan dot letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today if you want a great lunch or a great dinner, and you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight.
Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two here on the Jay Barker Show, presented by Top Golf Birmingham. Get out and see all the great folks there at Top Golf. Mark Grenier, who is our friend, he's moved on to another bigger position uh, with Top Golf, but uh, a great place to go and have fun with your family and friends, coworkers, and uh, great food and, and drinks, and just a great atmosphere. Uh, again, we call it the bowling of this generation, and whether it's going out tailgating before USFL games, uh, after you'll love it at Top Golf Birmingham. Also driven by. Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go by and see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sunny King Ford. All right, top stories uh, over the last couple of days definitely been Tom Brady. They're calling him now TV12 instead of TB12 <laughs> as he's heading into the broadcast booth after he retires. Some thoughts so are that he won't retire after this year. He'll move on to another team. I can't imagine that they would make the announcement. This is Mike Florio and okay. Pro oh, that, Football okay. Talk. Let's go for it. Like, I love no. it. All right, go hey, for hey, it. Got Come him on. riled yeah. up. Go, Lars. I, go, I, Lars. I, go. <laughs> I, I went after him yesterday during the show. He is just obsessed with Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Obsessed. And he is obsessed with getting the facts wrong. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he he's the anonymous source king. And his sources are so bad, and they have led him so far astray. And yet, you know, like a typical attorney, and he's an Uh-oh. attorney, can't admit that he's wrong. Will never admit that he's wrong. And you know what? He doesn't have the stones to ever reply to me. So whatever. He's probably blocked me as far as I... I and I don't care. But I, I just... I am tired. I am so tired of this uh, reliance upon anonymous sources. And when then you just continually get the story egregiously wrong. Like, I know... If there's one team that I know, it's the Bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. I've wrote a book with Bruce. I did another, Dude. another well, another book in which Bruce gave me full access to everybody. I, I, I've talked to everybody within the Bucks organization. I've talked to Tom Brady. I, I, I mean, what more can I say? He, 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 Florio is the idiot that said that that <laughs> it was Brady that drove it. Bruce into retirement. Is he the one that broke the thing Please. about Brady going yeah, and, and to Miami? You know, yes. and you know what Leftwich said yeah. yesterday? Leftwich. Love getting him cranked up. Jay. You know what Leftwich, the offensive coordinator. So Brady doesn't like Bruce's system because it's no risk it, no biscuit. And that mean, that's, the, that's the phrase that they use, yeah, meaning yeah. he throws yeah. the ball down the field more than any other uh, offensive coordinator, offensive play caller. But they figured and, that out. And, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and Tom likes sort of a death by a thousand cuts, all these crossing routes right. and – all this stuff that are only about seven, eight yards down the field. Well, you know what? Uh, yesterday, Byron Leftwich, he's like, so are you going to be changing the offense now that Bruce is gone? He's like, no, I'm still no risk it, no biscuit. <laughs> Nothing's going to change. 
but it God did and then and then and then florio then florio he didn't then <laughs> I, I he then during the draft they did like this the snapshot picture of the bucks war room mm-hmm. right and and bruce was sitting next he's sitting in between todd bowles the head coach now and jason light the general manager and so florio tweets out it's so on brand for Bruce Arians to sit in the middle of the room like he owns the place. I tweeted. I, I, I said, "What the hell are you talking about, dude? What is what is what is Bruce's brand? Why is it on brand? Yeah, he's a member. He, he's like a, the, the senior member of of uh, that organization uh, of the organization yeah. now. Yeah. It's like him and Light are making all the decisions when it comes to personnel. Oh God." The guy just makes me sick. And and, and NBC is just paying him gazillions of dollars. He's a master aggregator, which is a dirty term in the world of journalism. Bringing in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he brings the source. He, he, yeah, yeah. He, no, what he does is he steals other people's material right. and pawns it off as his, as his own, as if he did the own reporting. And then in the ninth paragraph, he said, uh, you know, he'll say, oh, this comes from so-and-so from Pittsburgh, you know. <laughs> it's just, it, the guy's a joke, a complete <laughs> really? joke. Yeah. Tell us how you really feel. Well, don't you feel like the the, the, the unnamed sources are? But him, you should say right? this. No, I mean, but, but, but this, 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 is the, this is the one. The, Mike Florio is the one guy in in professional journalism that has really gotten under my skin lately, and it, it, it I, and I think it mostly has to do because he is continually this little pit bull after Bruce, mm-hmm. and uh, and Bruce has always been nice to him. He's given him time, and you know this this uh, this lunacy that. That uh, Tom Brady was somehow going to become a Miami Dolphin, even though the Bucks own his rights, uh, because Brady was going to have part of ownership. And uh, yeah, the, the, the one little minor detail: the Bucks own his rights. <laughs> Do you know what the Buc- You know what Miami would have to give up to get Tom Brady from the Bucks' clutches? I mean, it, it, they would have to decimate their roster. And oh yeah, you guys just drafted a guy that you believe in, who's going to be the, your, the, fr- the, the future of your franchise in Tua. But Florio conveniently ignores all of this and, and goes with these conspiracy theories. Who does he technically write for? Pro Football Talk. Yeah. Again, he, why don't they fire him? Because it's his website. Oh yeah. And oh, he, he can't fire himself, and he gets split. No, and he's got look, he he, he's got like yeah. two point three million. He's got I, I don't know how many. He's got uh, over well over a million followers. He's he's a big deal in the. Uh, in he reminds the world me a lot of football. somebody I've known for a long time. <laughs> Hope you're not referring to me. Not you, not at all. <laughs> but somebody that likes to stir the pot and has stirred it for years and quit, oh. quit stirring it for a while. Yeah. No, I mean that's just he went from black coffee to cream. Yeah. I mean, here. I mean, Florio. It's I like, think I no, may know who you're talking he about. Won, no, it's just like Florio just won because I spent ten minutes right, bitching about, about no, how much I can't no, no, stand no. the dude. Our listeners, our viewers, and everybody in the studio won by watching you go off. <laughs> and I normally don't go off. No, but except when it comes to him, he, he's the one <laughs> That's guy. That's great one, Josh. That's great. Anxiety. Hey. He's the Anxiety. one guy. He's the one guy <laughs> that has just gotten under my skin. And because he's wrong, he's wrong, he's wrong, he's wrong, he's wrong, and he never admits that he's right. Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) Let's find somebody else that gets under his skin. Come on, Jay. That's that's great radio. 
Well, actually, you, you know, there, 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 is, there is one other person <laughs> for ESPN, but we well, shall not oh. name names. You know who now, it is. He might be online, and I haven't heard from anybody that he is online, so hopefully he's not online, but uh, Alder Greg was supposed to join us at the top of the hour. And, uh, Joe, let me know if he's on the line, ready to roll. Oh, gosh. I, if not, I just we'll, get, we'll get him on. eat at, into all of Al's time. No, 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 no. Far more we, fascinating. We can, we can hold him over for another segment. But um, <laughs> just let me know th- through the mic. Okay. Uh, all right, good. All right, we'll get Al up on the other side and uh, look forward to that. Al DeGreco joining us. We'll talk about celebrity tournament uh, regions going on right now, plus a lot more with Al DeGreco. Stay with us. more important. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Very warm this afternoon, partly to mostly sunny, the high 89. Some clouds around tonight, the chance of a few isolated showers are low at 64. Tomorrow, the chance of isolated showers early in the day, otherwise partially sunny with a high at 86. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 88 degrees in Tuscaloosa. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away, my well-lit door. Just a beer, melon, beer, melon. Get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. I can call you Betty. Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street, he says, why am I All right, welcome back in, and uh, you can call him Al. Al DeGreco, one of my best friends in life and the guy that I admire, even though he's an Auburn, former Auburn player, kicker, and uh, we had such a great relationship for so many years on air, off air, and uh, just love his family, and great to have him on talking about not only the Regents, Charity Classic, but uh, a lot of other things you want to dive into with Al DeGreco today, but always a pleasure. Al, great to have you on, my man. Hope you're doing well. Jay, good to see you guys. Matt, uh, Lars, how you guys doing? Pleasure to be with you. Oh, awesome. Good to hear your voice. So tell us, first of all, Sanford Golf, just kind of how that's going. Let everybody know what you're doing there and, um, you know, kind of how the season went and expectations for next year. Yeah, we, uh, we've had one player that uh, made the all-freshman team uh, for the Southern Conference, which uh, – he was a transfer from Texas Tech last year. Uh, just got a uh, another commitment from a uh, young man from Arkansas. So uh, the transfer portal is really kind of helping us with kids that you know went to Division One Power Five schools and didn't get the playing time they were looking for. They're really good players, and you know they need an opportunity to play. And uh, Sanford. You know, uh, we need players. Uh, the school itself and the academics is second to none. So it's attractive. The golf courses that we have, 
uh, here in Birmingham make it great because they're all so uh, cordial to us and give us the opportunity to kind of roam around the city and, and do different qualifiers there. Uh, and then, of course, Greystone is our home, and always it's easy to come out here and kind of show the place off and a uh, big selling point for the kids that come in here. And uh, uh, what else is going on in, in, in your life right now? Uh, what, uh, what, what things are you uh, pursuing outside of uh, just coaching golf? Well, now, you know, now that the, I don't play a whole lot in the winter, uh, but we got the state senior coming up next weekend up at Gadsden Country Club, uh, the state am qualifier, and then the state am is going to be out at Bent Brook. So it's kind of my time to play a little golf while the guys are at home, uh, getting their summer schedule ready and, and doing stuff on their own when they're at, uh, at their homes. But, uh, four grandkids now, four grandsons, which is awesome. Uh, love spending time with them. Two of them live here in Birmingham and then Trey's two are down in uh in orlando um unfortunately all of trey's family has covid right now <laughs> so they're not uh they're not oh, sleeping and getting a whole lot of rest but uh everything's okay and you know my life is good i i'm having a good time i love coaching golf and uh you know being in birmingham makes it that much better i just i love it here al um it's matt Good to hear your voice, man. Good talking to you. October yes, Good, the 9th, 19, 1982, was uh, my introduction to Auburn football as a TV reporter, Channel 13. I come down there, and that was my introduction to you. You kicked six field goals as y'all beat Kentucky 18-3. to uh, I'm sure you remember that moment. Uh, talk a little bit about that, but also, uh, we've lost Pat Dye here in the last couple of years. Um you, you got something on him that uh, can warm my heart because I love the guy. <laughs> uh, there, there's probably many. We don't have enough time for that. But uh, that that particular game was yeah, it was special to me. Obviously, at that time, it was an SEC record. It tied a national record for field goals in a game. But uh, what a lot of people don't know is on that Friday before the game, Coach Dye called me in his office. And I had been struggling a little bit uh, starting out the year. And he said, look, he goes, I- I'm going to give you one more game. And, you know, if, if it doesn't get better, I'm going to have to make a change. And I always appreciated the fact that, you know, he kind of laid it on the line and said, look, you know, you're my guy, but if you can't get it done, we're going to have to do something different. And the good Lord and faith and the path that I, uh, that I my journey uh, happened to give me that many chances in the next game. Um, I made them all, and uh, I guess, you know, the the rest is history. I don't know what my career or what my future would have been had he made a change before that game, and obviously somebody else went in there and kicked the six field goals because I, I don't think I ever would have seen the field again. Wow. <laughs> I don't believe I heard you tell that, Al. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. it's uh, it, it's good, but... Uh, you know, Coach Dye, I guess the, the best thing I have uh, was the Sugar Bowl. We were trailing Michigan 7-6. to six. We get the ball down there, and they give the ball to Bo on a sweep, and he gets tackled, and now it's fourth down, and I, there was 20-something seconds left. And naturally, we call timeout. And during the timeout, Bobby Wallace was the uh, coach for special teams on the kickoff team. And Coach Dye was in such a, uh, a tizzy that he – called Bobby over and I, I can't tell you exactly how he said it because it wouldn't go over the radio well but he said if this blank 
misses this field goal, you get the hands team ready because we're going to get we're going to need to get the ball back. And Bobby Wallace kind of looked at him and said, "Coach, if he misses this, we're not kicking off. The game's over." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so t- t- talk about celebrity tournaments. We've had a chance to play in because the Regis Celebrity Tournament is going on right now as we speak. And you, uh, myself, Tony, and we, we've uh, spent a lot of time with whether it be Coach Saban or Mal Moore or um, an, an just a number of golfers. But your, your, your favorite moment or, or story around the Celebrity Tournament today? Gosh, it, it really, Jay, it was any of them because I think being a member of Greystone, it means – a lot to me, you know, to represent the club, to represent Auburn. Uh, when I got to play in those, um, played with some really good uh, pros that were always friendly and cordial. And uh, our favorite story Thank is when you and I and Tony played with Curtis Strange, and Tony put his hand oh, yeah. on his shoulder, and Curtis <laughs> told him not to touch him. <laughs> and then Tony <laughs> left out. Tony left after nine holes, and Curtis was like, "What the heck happened to that guy? Where'd he go? We got a whole another nine holes to play." So uh, we always loved kind of kidding Tony about that. Uh, but you know, over the years, I think Greystone has loved having the tournament. It, the Bruno event, or, or excuse me, the Bruno Memorial Classic started uh, was a huge yeah. success, and then of course they moved it to Ross Bridge for the development out there, and then to Shoal Creek for a few years. And the, you know, the tournament was still just as good. But Greystone loved getting it back, and I think the tour loved having it here. Just the ability that people have that, you know, they can come in the neighborhood and park at their friends' houses and walk out their back door onto the golf course uh, for parties and stuff. Uh, It's just a really good spectator event out at Greystone. And I think the course, as far as I know, uh, we played our member guests about a week and a half ago, of course, in absolutely beautiful shape. And those guys, with the weather as good as it's going to be, I think they're going to shoot some low, low scores this week. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, to me, that course, and as you said, just the community being involved in it makes it so special. But we got to go back to Ross Bridge, and there was a moment where we're inter- like, I, 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 we we'd interviewed Coach Saban, but there was a bet that Tony had. So I'm going to let you start from that story and talk about what happened after Tony lost the bet and what he had to do. Yeah, Tony, Tony, I don't remember what the bet was, but Tony lost a bet and he had to have, he had to wear a Speedo and go jump in the pool at Ross Bridge. And we were doing our show inside the pro shop. And I think at that, that particular year, the weather wasn't particularly great. It may have been like misting rain or really kind of overcast. It wasn't very warm. And before Coach Saban got there, Jay was Jay. You had to leave for something that day, and did, uh, yeah. Tony Tony paid Tony off his bet, and he stripped his clothes down, and he had a blue a royal blue speedo on, and went running through the crowd in the pro shop because everybody was inside because of the weather, and uh, jumped in the pool and then came back, and then uh, of course you know Jay had a, another commitment, so Tony and I were still there. <laughs> and Coach Coach Saban came up when it was you know, before his tea time. And as he sat down, the first thing out of his mouth was, I don't know why you guys say I won't come on your show. I'll come on your show. I don't don't know why you guys keep saying that. And Tony and I are just standing there looking at each other. Yeah. We're looking at each other like, what? We didn't say anything like that. And for a second, we kind of wanted to go, well, 
well, Coach, can we have your private number and we'll call you anytime to have you on the show. But right, uh, it, yeah. it was great. And uh, since then, I've played golf with Coach Saban and had a really, really good time. Um, I, I, you know, I kind of said, uh, you know, Coach, what do I call you? Do I call you Coach or do I call you Nick? And he he gave me a couple things that I could call him that again I can't repeat on the air, but uh, made me feel really <laughs> relaxed around him and. Uh, <laughs> he's just a he's a really good guy. I talked to a guy. I'm out here at, mm. at the Legacy Course now, getting ready to hit some balls. And uh, a gentleman was in the pro shop and said he had been out there this morning watching Coach Saban. I said, "Well, how did he play?" And he said, "Man, he he really hit the ball good." He said, he "Looks like he's hitting it longer than he did before." And so I don't know what he's doing, uh, but uh, he loves golf. I know that when he has a chance to play. And um, you know, we we were standing on the first tee at that at the Chick-fil-A Classic, uh, and, you know, I, I think it was a little bit of gamesmanship, but uh, he walked up yeah. to me, he goes, I guess i got to watch this scratch stuff all day from you, huh? And just try to get in my head a little <laughs> bit, but uh, it, it was good, and, and I had a great time. And, of course, you know, Charles and Bo are out there playing together today. I'm sure that's a, a lot of fun as well. So uh, they do yeah. a great job with the Pro-Am, and like I said, Jay and Tony and I enjoyed it, our days doing that. And uh, it's just—it's a great event and great stone point to have. My my two favorite memories. One is when Coach Saban walked up and Tony goes, "Coach, you look great, like you've lost weight." <laughs> <laughs> and Coach Saban looked at him and goes, "What?" He goes, "You like you lost weight? You look great." And he's like, "So I was fat, you know?" Like, and, it's, and they went through this whole thing like. I mean, Tony would pee his pants every time Coach Saban walked up. I mean, we would look down, and Tony's just like, his legs are shaking or whatever. The other was our first time we went out. The first time we went out to Ross Bridge, we, who was the uh, the, the uh, um, softball player we had on? Fernandez. Oh, uh, yeah. What's her name? Um, Lisa, um, Lisa Fernandez. Lisa Fernandez, Lisa Fernandez. yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and Tony goes, he goes, man, I just, like, love, like, soccer, soccer, I mean, soccer softball players, pitchers especially. I mean, they just have, like, tree trunk legs. Just oh, because, wow. what? <laughs> <laughs> Al and I both, like, put our headsets down. We walked off and said, you're dealing with this one. <laughs> uh, it's a good like thing that. y'all didn't interview a gymnast. That's right. Yeah, she did not like, like that at all. I would. And we were we were out at Ross Bridge another year, and, and Randy Owen came on, and, you know, uh, oh, so yeah. they're sitting there and, of course, he's talking about June Jam with Jay and all the plans right. they have and yeah. all this. So I'm kind of just sitting there enjoying the conversation and, you know, wasn't saying a whole lot. And finally, Randy out of nowhere on air goes, uh, hey, does he talk at all? <laughs> 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 and I was like, I was caught off guard. And I said, well, I was kind of just letting yeah. you and Jay have the, the moment to kind of share what's going on. But he, he oh my gosh. called me out right on the middle of the air. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, those great moments. We've great had moments. a lot of good hey, times. Tell it the was grand- fun. We did. Oh, my gosh. And we'll have more. So uh, tell the grandkids hello to all the kids, and congratulations on all your, you've got going on. Thanks for being with us. You bet. And, hey, congrats on Sarah Ashley Thanks, coming Al. back to Alabama. Man, I'm so excited. Thank you. I'll bet Cannot you are. Going to be fun. Bye-bye. Be fun. Al DeGreco. Hey, did, y'all, did y'all see where and who Nick Saban played golf with yesterday? Did not. This might even blow you guys away. Okay, of course, we'll do that on the other Tom side. Brady? Right.
You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. 
It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC. Letter O. my size 19 sneakers, Dave and I always get together for a few Miller Lights. And argue about who was the greatest player. You were the greatest. No, Bob, you were. At least we agree, Lights taste is the greatest. Yep, Lights also less filling, and you can't afford to get filled up when you're the great Bob Lanier. Come on, Dave, you won the MVP and the championship. Those were the two biggest feats in basketball. No, Bob, those were the two biggest feats in basketball. (laughs) For the biggest taste, there's only one light beer, Miller Lights. And that was kind of in the infancy when they were kicking off all the Miller Lite commercials, and they ended up having all these superstars from Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, ben Davidson was doing them. Saw Ben Davidson at Norm's one night. We'll, we'll go through that a little bit later on in the show, uh, maybe about two thirty. Uh, but Bob Lanier passed away from Saint. He was a bunny, uh, and he went on to I don't know ten, twelve years and uh, all pro in the NBA. He passed away at the age of seventy three. Man averaged a double double. 20 points, 10 rebounds a game. Uh, but he also had huge, what did you say? What size? Size 22. Although yeah. there's a little bit of controversy yeah. about this because uh, so he was known for wearing size 22 suit, uh, shoes, but that was dis- disputed by a Converse rep uh, in uh, 1989 uh, who told the Atlanta Constitution that he wore 18 and a half. And the, the rep said, quote, the 22 he was reputed to wear was a Korean size. <laughs> and uh, and then Lanier responded by saying, quote, a lot of people can put both of their feet into one of my shoes. Wait, you know what? i, I got to throw a flag on Converse here. What use in the world would there be for a Korean 22-size shoe? <laughs> I don't am, know. I, am I being politically incorrect? I mean, is there a Korean that could wear a size? I, 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 think, I think what he's trying to say is that yeah. uh, the shoe size sizes, yeah. God, I cannot say that. Uh, the sizes in Korea uh, don't necessarily correspond with the sizes in, in the West, Western world. So. He would world. be North Korea. <laughs> uh, he'd be up there with uh, Rodman. I vaguely remember him, and, uh, you know, he... Uh, he was right there with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as one of the NBA's top players of the 1970s. Uh, he was 73 when he passed, and it was after a real short illness. Hall of Flame. Uh, gosh, I cannot speak. Hall of Famer. What is in your coffee? And, I don't uh, think he's a Hall of Famer and, for uh, damn sure. And, yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. And, um, so, yeah, played 14, you know, se- 14 seasons with the Pistons and the Bucks. And you're right. He averaged for his career a double-double, 20.1 points and 10.1 rebounds for his career. 
that was an era in the NBA was a post game. You know, you had Chamberlain, you had Jabbar, Alcindor, you had Lanier, you had Wes Unsell, who was a little big guy. But anyway, um, you know, he was one of those guys when I'm shooting hoops in the backyard, like we were talking about earlier, he was getting all my rebounds when I possibly missed. (laughs) 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 He's still getting your rebounds and you make them. Of all the places in the world. He picked up, put it back up. No, he's fouled. You got to go to the line. Oh, somebody was in the lane. You know, you could always change it to where you ended up winning the game. Okay. I'm going to give you guys real quick. Uh, of all the golf courses and all the places and all, you know, I'll, I'll do the Rick thing. Um, where do you think Nick Saban played golf yesterday? Augusta. Bing. Game over. Wow. <laughs> he played Augusta yesterday with Ken Griffey Jr. Junior. Yep. You looked it up. No, I knew it. Oh, okay. I, I've got a schedule. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jay was invited. Jay no, was invited. I wasn't invited. No, 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 no. I just I, that's why the the all the well, I shouldn't say that. That's why the coaches were out practicing their golf game. <laughs> They're like, while he's away, we will go play. <laughs> you, you think they let Nick carry a cell phone onto Augusta? Oh yeah, he's out there recruiting. Yeah, is he taking like selfies of him and Griffey and no the Butler cabin? He's not like that. But he'll get on this like call with a recruit and be like, "Hey, um, hang on, let me let's talk to Ken Griffey Jr." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh wow, who do you think won?" He said, "He said, I played. I just played Augusta yesterday with Ken Griffey Jr." He said, "He was my partner. Thank God." He says he plays Augusta once a year, mm-hmm. which is once more than I play. <laughs> <laughs> I played it once. That's it. I'd be afraid. I'd be afraid. I mean, I'd play it for sure, just for the history of it, just a bucket list kind of thing. Never been to the tournament, but played the course. <laughs> really? Yes. Well, I'm the exact opposite. Does right. that make us even? We're even. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> well. Well. Uh, i got to ask, <laughs> ask, ask Lars a question now, okay? So we go back to the top of the show. We were talking about the, uh, mm-hmm. the Arch Manning sweepstakes. Yeah. You have said, and I'm not busting you on this, I just ask you how you, your gut feeling for six months is that he's going to Alabama. Still is. Is even, it? Even though uh, the recent comments seem to indicate that he is leaning toward Georgia, I mean, he also, in, that, in the same story, uh, came out and said, I might make a decision before the season, during the season, or after the season. It'll be during. He's not ready. And uh, it, what will be interesting is, and we talked to Andrew Bone, our recruiting expert, about this yesterday, is if Alabama uh, gets a commitment from one of the other five stars. Uh, I forget the kid's name, Jay. Uh, quarterback. Eli Holstein. Yeah. It, so if they take Holstein, they did, yeah. if, they take, if Holstein says, I want to come to Bama, what do you do if you're Nick Saban? I guess you would call uh, Cooper Manning. And say, hey, we can take this kid, or uh, you can sort of come clean with me now about what Arch is doing. And uh, if the answer he gets from Cooper is not what he wants to hear, then they'll take Holstein and bye-bye Arch. There's no way that Arch and Holstein both come to Alabama. They're not going to get two. I know know Jay said, like, yeah, they need two quarterbacks, but they're not going to get two five-star quarterbacks doesn't happen 
Well, it doesn't make any sense for everybody involved, does it? No. no. Uh, but even no, if they but, get one but, of but, them. But it's very interesting to me, I mean, that, that, again, Arch Manning is putting it out there, that he might wait until October, November, December, January. Please don't. Please. I mean, what if he waits all the way up till the second signing deadline? Of, what, it was at the first Tuesday of uh, February? I can't believe he would do that, but... Because typically, and Jay, we've talked about this, uh, when you're forming your recruiting class, you want to get that high-profile quarterback on board first so then others will follow. And uh, he's going to be the leader of that class just by nature of the position. And then he can go out and help with your recruiting efforts by reaching out to different players and and really uh, sort of serving as a – uh, another uh, recruiting weapon, and it, it just doesn't seem like Arch Manning is going to do that. You mean he could hold us at bay, yeah. for almost another year? It, it's so good. Yeah, it's, that's it's, the thing it's about good to but, get an early early commitment. Then you can recruit the players you want to be around you. Now, now you. But go. this is typical Manning. Like all, they're all deliberative in how they make decisions. There is nothing quick or. No stone unturned when it comes to the Manning family and big decisions. Unless you're in the pocket with the heat on. And then they make brilliant, quick decisions. So in the decision-making department, they got it all the way around. (laughs) I really don't want to talk about it. I mean, I I hope he goes wherever he goes. He's very, very successful. Uh, But I don't want to be talking about this in eight months. That's just Matt's personal opinion, and I don't think he's listening to me. Well, the thing is, if Alabama doesn't sign a, a five-star quarterback in the, in the next few weeks, months, and and Arch remains unsigned, it's just going to – and what if Florida does the same thing? What if they don't sign a high-profile quarterback and it comes down to these two programs just waiting on Arch Manning? And I know Arts is a big name. I know that he is. <clears throat> and I'm going to say something here that, like, I've told you guys behind the scenes. He, Every coach, if you look at every board across the nation, he's not the number one guy. Who do you think the number one guy is? Holstein? The guy that went to Tennessee. Oh. Oh. For $20 million? Or whatever you got, eight point three. Ask one of those California last names, like five. I'm telling seven. you, every every quarterback coach I've talked to, every quarterback, every every board I've seen, I'm not talking recruiting boards, I'm talking coaches, have said, Arch is great. This kid is phenomenal. He would be ranked number one based on all the attributes. Arch has the name, so <clears throat> take all that into account. And I hope Arch chooses Alabama. I hope he's there. I think now, my selling point to him is that. Grandfather didn't win it, uncle didn't win it, dad didn't win it, another uncle didn't win it. You can win a national championship. If you are recruited at Alabama now, you're going to win a national championship before you leave. So get the one thing that a Manning has never gotten. Where's your best place to go to get that? Alabama, right? Yeah. But I'm just telling you, I mean, Arch is everything, all that, whatever else. But if you look at the boards and talk to most of the quarterback gurus out there, He's not the top guy in this class. The top guy is gone, and he's at Tennessee. They they made him. Josh Heupel got a great quarterback out of this group. Now we'll see how it plays out. It's like predicting the weather, right? How does he adapt to the college game? How does he come from California 
into the SEC. Arch understands all that has been around it, so that gives him, I think, a little bit more credibility or ability to adjust to all the pressure that he'll feel wherever he lands. Okay, well, okay, so uh, all all the information you have right now, Jay, based on that, where does your gut tell you that Arch is going to land? I would think it'd be crazy not to commit to Alabama tomorrow. (laughs) I'm being honest. I'm being being honest. Because you're going to win a championship. You're going to look at the quarterbacks who've gone on into the NFL. I mean, from Jalen Hurts. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, Mike but Jones. if your last name's Manning, it really doesn't matter if you win a national championship. You're going to go win two Super Bowls. Yeah, but the guy's name right, is Nick win a Lama Lipa. Yeah, right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Nick, Al- what you <laughs> Alex, what do you think? Where's Arch Manning going to end up? Let's ask the... It's all uh, on UAB. All. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Clark pulls off the biggest... It Alabama. Let me, let me get this Alex says Alabama. Alabama. And I say Alabama, but you know, there's, all of them have their ups and downs. You know, their pros and cons. Dude, we just built the arches right there on the like on McFarland. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the crimson arches are for arch Manny. <laughs> just let them leave guys. Right they got, they got, like put in the wrong way or something. Well, right? they did it first, and they came back correctly. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Let them leave guys. Right. The one they gave. That everybody says it. Eight million dollars in NIL to go to Tennessee. Eight point three. Those crazy rumors he got about com- him. He got a three hundred thousand dollars check for committing. Oh. Mm. By the way, what what's all this going to do to Ty and uh, Milro? Those guys. Ty is great. Milro's great. Portal. Yeah, I mean, one of them will be in the portal at some point. Well, who do you, who's so. going to be the starter next year? Bryce. Oh, <laughs> the year after that, you know. Gosh. You're just. You're just, you're just <laughs> You're just trying you said to get next me going. year. No, you said <laughs> next year is 2023. Okay. I don't know. Because Milro looked really Milro can play. So you think Milro will be the yeah, starter in he can 2023? Play, but Ty can play. Yeah. yeah they both can I was play. a little bit more athletic than I anticipated. So. Who is? Simpson. Yes. He can fly. I wonder if one of those two will transfer after there will be practice. One. There will be one, I bet. You're right. Yeah. Got to. That's and they can start for probably what, 95% get, get, of the teams hope, in the yeah, nation. Hopefully yeah. transfer to Nebraska. <laughs> That's why you got to get two, two in this class. you got to get a five and a four or a three. What are somebody you know, Nebraska could go five and five. They could go 500 with, with Alabama's hand-me-downs. <laughs> I'm sorry. But that. <laughs> hey, we'll Did take that it. hurt? No. Okay. All right, we'll be back. We'll wrap up hour number two. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Very warm this afternoon, partly to mostly sunny, the high 89. Some clouds around tonight, the chance of a few isolated showers are low at 64. Tomorrow, the chance of isolated showers early in the day, otherwise partially sunny with a high at 86. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 88 degrees in Tuscaloosa. best things about radio is that your producer always calls you he says you're hot right now <laughs> makes you feel good about yourself at that moment all right uh we talking uh regions 
Hey, play play, play the uh, the the video down here because the guys didn't see it. Josh, if you don't mind, this is back. Okay, here. This is like 95, 96, somewhere in there. I'm getting ready to hit a golf shot at the Regis Charity Classic. Gary Player comes up and goes, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to try to throw it up on top of it. He's like, you can't do that. <laughs> Look at him. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to just pitch it up there. He's like, no, 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 no. All right, so he tells me get my seven iron instead. And uh, as you can see, my, I gave my, my kids no golfing ability. Uh, <laughs> just he's like what are you gonna do and there's jimmy Ryder, who was my trainer i don't know if matt remembers jimmy but jimmy took me through every one of my surgeries elbow and uh both shoulders got my knee back prepared so here oh, so, oh, so, gary player jogging onto the yeah, green so, for you and telling you right your there, landing gary, spot here's gary gary That's goes nine isn't it look gary goes yeah hit it right here he goes hit it right between my legs boom goes right between his legs and did you hold it in the hole? No <laughs> way! Oh wow, I've never seen that. Gosh, and Number that was nine. with the seven instead of the wedge. It was I think seven or eight hours. It was yeah. seven hours. Yeah, sure. instead yeah. of like going high, it was just sort well, of. Well, he just a, said, "Where are you going to land it?" Like the way the green set up, you, you need to run it yeah, up the green. Played the break and everything. Yeah, but well, well, he, he was he aiming, told me. aiming between Gary Player's yeah. legs. Yeah, good thing you didn't hit a little bit higher. <laughs> it wouldn't have to be much higher with that guy. <laughs> Did you see the cricket video that went viral? I played with him twice and oh loved playing with him both times. There's a cricket video that uh, a guy took it right in the sweet spot, and mm. it, it, it's a it, it's gone all over to, social to media. To this day, I, I still wonder why they make millions on videos of, of men getting injured. <laughs> I, I don't watch them; it's painful. Oh, but it's always There's nothing. It's the equivalent funny. of that. But, it's always oh, I don't funny. funny <laughs> Here we go. Funny sports videos. Falls, fails. Oh. There we go. <laughs> See, if you're not watching us on Bam Insider or Bam of Insider Facebook Live or YouTube, then you're not getting a chance to see all the stuff. But watch us there. Listen to us on all of our network stations throughout the state on the Gulf Coast as well. Our flagship station, Tide 100.9, Crawford as well here, 92.5 and 1260 AM. All right, are you guys heading out to the golf tournament this weekend? Uh, no, I'm, I'm heading down to Miami to, uh, do some work tomorrow. Uh, and it'll be how a many kilos trip. you can bring back. <laughs> yeah. Hey now, <laughs> TSA is uh, listening in, um, no, but you have that special pass. Yeah, I do have a special pass. What's your, I guess what we do you, now what know do you have the uh, clear pre-check? We got pre-check, oh. but now it's clear. I still have TSA pre-check. I got pre-check, but, but you don't have clear. Like we just walk up and. Oh, no, they do like eyes. the eyes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I don't want anybody looking at my eyes. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> no, I'm it's okay for you, though. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. All right. Thank you for joining us. Great stuff. And thanks to, uh, I think, Joe and uh, I think it's Joe there. Michael or Joe. <laughs> Ty Wonder Point 9 FM. Pretty. Like Y'all Joe. think we've run Alex off? Josh. Uh, yeah, I think so. He's, he's, he's gone for, he's like, forget this. We'll send you over to Crawford tomorrow. You have another more career. With Josh Smith, our producer there. I'm still full from Flemings. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what a fun time of the night. Matt Coulter, Jay Barker, Lars Anderson, thanks for joining us. Get out to Regis this weekend. Try to get Gene Hallman over the, on the next couple of days as well. Hi, this is Wes McLaughlin.